Hey everybody, on this episode, I have Dan from Review Refresh talking about how to remove Google and Yelp reviews. It is pretty fascinating what they can do. You gotta listen. Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. PestShare, a pest control amenity for your resident benefits program, starting at just $5 per door. You can give your residents the pest control coverage they need. PestShare will even pay for the expensive infestations, like bedbugs and cockroaches. End the debate over who pays for pest control, while PestShare turns an expense into added revenue. For more information, check out their website at pestshare.com forward slash property managers. Are you running your own business or is it running you? Simply put, it all starts with a plan. And without a plan to succeed, you're planning to fail. That's where Steve Rosenberg comes in. He'll help you design a plan that works. From marketing sales and operations to social media management and learning how to build lifelong relationships, Steve Rosenberg will help you develop a blueprint for success for your business and your life. Learn from keynote speakers Brad Lee, Iron Cowboy, Dr. Kelvin Elko, Errol Allen, and so many more. Steve Rosenberg will help identify and market your core customer so you can spend more time running your business the way you've always envisioned. Visit steverosenberg.com and start investing in the person you know you need to be. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Property Manager Mastermind Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Larson, and today's guest, I'm bringing on Mr. Dan Bergano. And this is a really cool service that we discovered accidentally through the Property Management Mastermind Facebook group. And they reached out and posted and basically said they have an opportunity of a way of getting negative Google reviews removed. So that immediately piqued my interest. And Dan is going to be talking to us about review refresh. And this is really something that's very important for the, for the property management world because we are dealing with people's two most troublesome things in their world, their home and their money. And if you do those things wrong, they tend to go off the radar, ballistic, crazy. And Dan is going to come on and talk to us about how this all works. And I'm going to tell you what they've been doing for rent work. So Dan, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Give me a full intro of yourself, please. Sure. Sounds good. So my name is Dan Bergano. Uh, I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, uh, before starting a few businesses on my side, I used to work on Wall Street back in New York City. Um, did that for maybe four or five years and pretty typical. It was a pretty kind of a, not the most fun environment. So only lasted about four or five years there before I realized I wanted to do something a little bit different. My life um, started running a digital marketing company and probably a few years in, I dealt with something a lot of business owners deal with, right? I had somebody who I had never worked with before. Somebody could have been a competitor. I'm not sure to be honest but it was a pretty um, harassing negative review that made it seem like, um, you know, even though I only had one one star review, it lowered my rating and it really just uh, made me look a lot less professional. And I knew for a fact it could lead to um, prospects not wanting to move forward with my services, right? So the more digging I did, the more kind of frustrated I got and the more I realized what a big pain point this was for people. And 
when I started getting some traction and I, and I had these platforms like Google, Yelp, et cetera, saying we cannot remove this review and then finding ways to actually get it down, I realized that I might've had something here. And I started offering it to friends and family who ran businesses and other clients I'd worked with that business. And the feedback I just kept getting was, you know, we didn't know this existed. This is awesome. You know, you should be charging more for this. You should be reaching out to other people for this. So it kind of just took off organically from there. At this point, um, probably have worked with over 100 businesses all over the uh, the U.S. and a few in Canada. Yeah, so there's a lot to this because, you know, in, in our property management mastermind circle, we talk about business development, we talk about reviews, and we talk about growth. Growth is a big, you know, that, that's a big topic in our industry. And part of what we do is we offer the BizDev Mastermind Service, which is a business development consulting service that helps you hire and train a business development manager to go out and grow your business. Okay, great. But before those leads are ever produced to put in front of a business development person, the people have to contact you or you have to get lucky enough to find them some other way. So where I'm going with this is people do a Google search for San Antonio property management, your market property management. They do a Google search, any one of those keywords around there, X market property manager, X market property management. I mean, all the other keywords, right? And what do they get? They get a Google top five, top 10. And then there's yeah. the ones with the stars and the rankings. Well, guess what? If you're not in the top three, you're probably not going to get contacted. And if you have a 4.4 and somebody else has a 4.5, they're going to sit above you and they're going to get the business first. It's something we could never, ever quantify as far as how much business you're losing. But those cheesy negative reviews can really cost you big time later on and just Google rankings. And then we have the internet terrorists out there. And so that's a whole nother fun topic, Dan, I'm sure <laughs> you and I can touch on, but uh, I wanted yeah. to explain that to the audience and maybe you have some more comments just on that particular uh, issue alone. Yeah, sure. So uh, the other business that I uh, still run to this day is, is more based in digital marketing uh, and kind of traditional SEO. So I have a pretty good feel of kind of what the review side does in terms of Google rankings, like you said. So first of all, if you're not on that first page of Google results, you're basically invisible at that point, right? And what we've learned is that if really one of the, the big inflection points is at the 4.0 rating and the 4.5 rating. If you go on in Google right now, and if you add in any superlative like top or best, like if you type in best property management firm or top property management company, San Antonio, Google will only show you if you have above a 4.0. So like you said, even though most people can look at it and know it's a cheesy fake review. They know it might be a competitor. It might be a disgruntled ex-employee. However, if they do enough, enough damage to get you below a certain rating, you are going to lose serious traction for the thousands of people searching um, you know, common keywords like that, such as best property manager near me or best property manager San Antonio. So it's something where it's unfortunate. And like you said before, I've seen you know, it's, it's a pretty... Um, interesting area to kind of work in because there is a lot of competitors and disgruntled employees and you know ex-girlfriends and ex-boyfriends it's, it's a pretty strange space um but it does work though and if you're trying to hurt your competitor which is why you know it's it's nice that our service helps business owners kind of fight back because the DAC is so stacked against, stacked against you because google really favors the reviewer versus the business yeah, so true. And so the main negative reviews that we get in the property management world is outgoing tenants when we have to deal with their security deposit, right? That's yeah. probably nine out of 10 of those negative reviews, maybe another one out of 
10 could be a denied applicant where, hey, mm -hmm. you're not good enough to rent one of our homes because you have a 400 credit score and six bankruptcies, uh, yeah. and we deny them. So what do they do? They go onto the website, they go onto Google, this is the worst property management company ever. And you know, they're banging away in their keyboard and I'm gonna show them bang, bang, bang on the keyboard. And, and those are the kind of things that we can't get around because that's what we do. We are representing our owners and trying to put good tenants in the home. And then uh, unfortunately, when those tenants leave and they cause damage, we have to charge them. And so yeah. those things lead to negative reviews, like it or not. I mean, it's not typically, uh, you know, where it's not necessarily a disgruntled employee or somebody like that. Most of the time, the other side of that is just what I talked about, those just, just dealing with people's two most emotional items, their money and their home yeah. caused a lot of these reviews. And so I wanted to talk more about your business model because essentially what you can do is you can work with Google and getting those reviews removed. And so I probably paraphrase that way too easily, but please kind of tell us more about what the business model entails. Yeah, sure. So the, the basic business model, because at the end of the day, um, it's not an exact science, right? I think that some of the platforms are easier to work with than others, but some of them they might make, you know, let's say they might have some kind of precedent that they sent where this type of review almost always comes down. And then all of a sudden for the, you know, the one out of 10, maybe all of a sudden they start pushing up, you know, they start pushing back and they start giving you some issues with it. So with that being said, um, it's something where the businesses that I work with only pay if we're successful. So uh, there's no cost whatsoever unless a review successfully comes down. If it does come down, the reviewer is not notified and it's the platform willingly agreeing to take it down permanently. So what we do is after doing this for a few years, we made some pretty fantastic contacts uh, on the Google, Yelp, uh, et cetera, you know, on their support and legal team where we're able to kind of, uh, I guess, kind of bypass some of the usual filters that might come in place where it's still, it's still going to the same team eventually. Uh, but in some cases, a lot of the, the avenues that venue or sorry, that Google wants you to go down, um, it doesn't even go to an actual person. It just goes to some kind of keyword scanner where if you don't put something, you know, a really offensive word in there, it's not even reviewed by an actual person. So it might violate their policies for a multitude of other reasons, but they won't take it down because they don't actually look at it. So we get it to an actual team for an actual group of people from Google who actually review it. Uh, and you know, there's, there's, sometimes there's a lot of back and forth because they might give us some pushback, um, but there's a much higher kind of a, much higher efficiency rate of reviews that do come down. Uh, and it's something where we're able to kind of make the process a little bit shorter just because we've been doing this for a few years now and we kind of have a good feel of how this stuff works because for the most part, I mean, if you're a busy business owner, you're a busy property management owner, you don't have the time to figure all this stuff out. It's a huge hassle. It's a, it's, it's a pain. And Google makes it you know, challenging on purpose because it's not really a revenue generating activity from their side. You know, They make all their money from their ads platform. They don't, they don't want more work taking reviews down, right? So they try to make it as automated as possible. So we're able to kind of streamline the process a little bit and just leverage past cases that we've worked on and just a few years of experience with this now to kind of help us um, work with Google and work, make kind of a frustrating process into something simple. And if it doesn't work out, um, then there's no charges whatsoever to the uh, the clients that we work with. So yeah, that's uh, that's big. I mean, obviously the success fee is is really easy to deal with. There's no upfront. There's no setup fees really. I mean, it's just we're gonna we're gonna charge you for every successful review we get removed, which I think is fantastic. Uh, you know, just from the rent work side, we've had six reviews removed by your team. And you can go into whatever you want to talk about as the charges, but I say it's well worth it because, you know, you and I were doing the math earlier. So let's say uh, RentWorks has 1,900 reviews. Uh, 
and it takes almost 10 or more five-star reviews to negate a negative one-star review. And it could be a one-star review with no wording in it. Like we've seen yeah. those stick with an anonymous yeah. email, no yep. words at all. It's just a one-star review and it sticks for some stupid reason. And it's not even a legitimate review as far as even saying anything, but that hurts the overall math of your average, which could dip you below a four, let's say, and make you look even worse or invisible, as you mentioned. All right, so I w here's what I want to do now. This is kind of a fun topic. Switching gears sure. just a little bit. Let's talk about Google and Yelp as a viable platform at all. Now, Google, we know, right? It, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's something we all got to deal with. Well, I think eighty percent of the people that do online searches go on to Google first. There's a, there's yeah. an argument to be made for Bing, but let's let's focus on the Google side first. Sure. Putting that in the left hand, let's talk about Yelp on the right hand, because there are some markets where Yelp is still viable, and arguably, I don't. I mean, everyone hates Yelp, right? I mean, I, I'm getting listeners that are screaming right now at yeah. this saying, I hate Yelp. I hope those guys can bleep it out for me. But uh, yeah. that is something that people just just get furious about. Now, we have started our own webpage to copy the Yelp reviews that were five stars that Yelp removes because yep. we don't pay for their extortion fees. Now, I can go on and on and on, but give me a couple minutes about Yelp in your opinion. So from, from my side, from kind of the review removal side, I would say that working with Google is a lot more reasonable. Yelp, um, they are a lot, lot more difficult to budge. And it's something where once they make a decision, that's the final one. It's, it's very, the only time, I'll put it this way, the only time I've ever gotten Yelp to go back on a decision was legitimately when somebody was posting, it was a, a death threat for, it, it was a law firm. They're posting a death threat for this law firm. Uh, I think it was one out of LA, obviously, uh, you know, their client confidentiality, I, I wouldn't, of course, say the names of any clients I worked with, but it's a law firm in LA. They posted a legit death threat. And this person said on there, they said, I'm going to hire a private investigator to find out the owner's home and, you know, his address, his phone number. I'm going to post it on here so that, quote, you know, anybody can do what they see fit with this awful law firm. And Yelp decided initially that that was fine. They were just going to let that up. So <laughs> it's like, that was the one time they actually went back on their decision because it was a legitimate, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, right? But I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to a crime when there's an active call to violence like that where you're encouraging people to go, you know, attack somebody and giving their home address. I, I'm pretty sure it's actually a, uh, you know, a crime here in the U.S. So besides it's that- It's normally a crime unless, unless you are a uh, politician, then you can give yeah. out addresses to whomever you like for whatever decision <laughs> the Supreme Court makes. And, yeah. you know, that's acceptable, right? That's mainstream. That's okay. But in the yeah. real world, right, unpolitician-like, yeah, that's that's yeah. considered to be a violation of privacy and all this other stuff. I mean, but, you know, to mention Yelp as far as that, uh, our frustration to dig in deeper, and you can comment as well, is sure. we've had a bunch of great reviews posted on Yelp. This is years ago. And for some reason, they would take them down or put them on the back, 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 back page, like 10 pages yep. deep. And so we started screenshotting those. And then we started retaining them. And eventually, we we're like to the point where I threw up my hands and said, I don't give a darn about Yelp any longer. They can say whatever they want. We removed everything off there we could. We removed all the pictures, all the addresses that we could, every single phone number. We changed ours. I mean, we basically went to war with Yelp. And we even created a whole web page where we posted those 
positive reviews and then showed the one star reviews that were left up there again with like no wording one star review from yelp that sticks and it's on like the top of the page we all know they are extortion artists at yelp uh if you magically pay their x dollar extortion fee uh your reviews will magically show and your rating will magically go up and all of a sudden you're more viable as a business uh a lot of us don't think yelp will be around long term so we're not necessarily worried about it and i think they are waning in their popularity do you have any comments on that i think that in terms of um what you just covered before so i started this business maybe two years ago or so but so I didn't deal with it personally, but I have heard a lot of crazy stories where it seems like if you do pay for Yelp ads, because I, I, I'll put it this way, right? It seems like when you when you go on Yelp now, they have all these disclaimers and banners saying, you know, we do not, you know, you do not pay us to remove, you know, reviews and stuff like that. So it seems like they're a little defensive about it. So my guess is they probably had some controversy of that before. But what they do is that um, they use the excuse of saying it's for a better experience, but they put reviews that maybe let's say our only, uh, let's say somebody makes a new account, you know, they want to leave you, they want to leave RentWorks a great review. If it's a new account, they'll put it in the not recommended section, which means it's all the way on the bottom. You don't see it. It doesn't count towards your star rating. But weirdly enough, if somebody puts a one star rating, it's almost always on there. So it's, it's really strange. I mean, I, I don't know about yourself, but I get hounded all the time from people calling about Yelp ads for my business, um, for both of them. And what was frustrating to me was when I dealt with that initial bad review, I saw that I, I had a one-star review on Yelp. I had one review because I, I never made one. So I called up Yelp and they're like, yeah, actually we made that profile for you. And when I asked them to remove it, they said, no, it's uh, it's freedom of speech. So we just made it for you. And, you know, are you sure you don't want to buy Yelp ads? So it just seemed like a very, you know, I think no one's against free speech, especially in the U.S. No one's against people having a voice, but it seems like they just go so above and beyond to really make it difficult for the business owner that's just really not a fair environment. And I think that Google does a much better job because even there are times I have my differences with Google, but they have been very fair and they have a good kind of back and forth system where you can kind of make your case and speak to actual people and bring it up to a manager there. So it's not something where they just make one decision and they stick with it. Uh, and they, they never had any issues of, you know, asking people for, you know, for money for Google ads and magically it makes your, you know, your rating better. So it just seems like, you know, I would if I if I was a betting man, I would assume that there was something that went on with Yelp. I never experienced it personally, but I've heard a lot of stories where it seems like they probably were doing they might have been doing something that was, you know, getting them in some hot water, which is why they keep having you know, all these disclaimers on their site now. So yeah, I, I hate to I even talk yeah, yeah, sorry, I hate to even talk about Yelp, you know, because they're so frustrating and a lot of my peers have just kind of given up. Like we've totally given up on Yelp. We've embraced the yeah. one star reviews and you know we just kind of like put it off to the side and I've totally forgotten about it. And people can go on there and leave reviews all they want because it doesn't mean anything. And yeah. remember that documentary that came out about Yelp? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I did not see it actually. I did not see this. No. It's actually a pretty good documentary and they, uh, most of the businesses compare it to nothing less than the Italian mafia where they Scary. walk into yeah. your pizzeria and say, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are here to protect you and you have to pay yeah. us weekly or something It'd bad be a is shame going to if happen something to, you. to your store, right? Yeah, <laughs> correct. And it's straight up extortion. 
As a property manager, it's important for your business and your bottom line to work with the right insurance partner. But getting the right coverage for all parties involved isn't always easy. That's where Steadily.com comes in. Steadily is the industry leader in landlord insurance, offering fast, affordable coverage online in just a few clicks. Steadily works with property managers nationwide to ensure their portfolios of managed properties and provides guaranteed listing as additional insured with easy online visibility into property insurance coverages. With top-of-market referral fees, Steadily also helps you drive extra revenue per door while bringing tremendous value to your clients. That's why property managers nationwide rate Steadily 4.8 out of 5 stars. Find out how Steadily can save you time and help you earn extra revenue. To get started, visit Steadily.com slash partners slash PMM or email us at partners at Steadily.com and mention that you heard us on the PMM podcast. All right. So, yeah. So I don't lose my absolute cool and keep my blood pressure low. I'm going to forget about Yelp for now and put it off to the side, focus more on Google and talk about this as a strange phenomena because in essential, the essential part of this is it's a dance, right? The, the dance of Google is how to get good reviews and how to keep bad reviews away and getting good reviews, there's there's a, a couple methods that are more commonplace than a lot of people think. So you can incentivize your team, your your employees, your uh, whomever to get good reviews, and you can pay your employees to get good reviews. So that's very common. So if one of my team members is talking to a uh, an owner and the team member's name is is uh, Marco and Marco says, hey, by the way, if you uh, really like what I'm doing for you here, could you leave me a review? Because my boss will give me X dollars for, for that good review. That happens all the time. And people go into friends and family and they leave reviews all the time as well. And so you've seen all kinds of different ways to get good reviews. I mean, there's you can go to Fiverr and you can buy five good reviews from somebody in the Philippines, right? It's just a hundred different ways. And then you have this method of removing reviews and so it's an interesting dance i want you to maybe comment on some of that give me your two cents sure so i know that there are a lot of businesses out there that do kind of um facilitate getting good five-star reviews we don't do that personally we just deal with removing negative content and really what i've seen from from my side um you know we've, we've worked with a lot of property management firms a lot of law firms and i think kind of what i've seen from my side is that even if they have you know a 4.9 a great overall star rating it's it's kind of surprising how even one i think it depends on the content of the review right uh, one you know really devastating review that that's you know saying somebody stole their money or it's calling them a scam artist like that could really hurt that business because i know maybe it's more of kind of my my generation kind of thing i think i think most people do this but i know from my side myself all my friends if i'm going to go to some kind of trusted professional if i'm going to go to you know a lawyer a doctor whatever it's going to be with that, you know, an accountant for my business. Not, I, I obviously you're going to look at the overall review, uh, overall rating. But the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to filter by lowest and I'm going to see what is the content of those reviews. So if I'm going to a new dentist, for example, and I go on their lowest reviews and I see that all the reviews are about, let's say they have a rude receptionist or their billing practices are a little frustrating. That's a lot better than them saying they messed up my root canal or they messed up my, my you know, my cavity. And now I have all this pain for, you know, years and years. So it does depend on the content of it there. And I think most of the business owners can look at that. Like let's say for you know a property management firm, they can look at that and even if they only have a, a few negative reviews, 
they know that even if that stops them from getting a handful of clients, um, you know, paying the fee that my firm charges right now, which is uh, 625 per successful review, like I mentioned before, no cost if nothing comes down, but they can look at that and say, you know, if I just lose out on a few prospects that could become clients, I lose out on a lot more than 625 bucks. So they kind of weigh that cost benefit on there. And, you know, especially with some other businesses that I work with, let's say if it's a law firm, I mean, a new client for them might be, uh, you know, it might be five figures, it might be six figures if they're more of a kind of a high-end law firm. So they can look at that and know that, you know, it's, uh, you know, the the cost outweighs, um, or excuse me, the, the potential benefit definitely outweighs the cost there because it really is something where even just one review could kind of sink you that way. Well, that's absolutely. And so uh, a couple things there. I firmly believe that the cost is worth it to us. So if we get one review removed, 10 reviews removed, whatever it is, and all of a sudden our rating goes from a 4.6 to a 4.7 to a 4.8, and we dominate the search engine, that's going to create many more leads for new owners, which equates to roughly $3,000 a year in revenue to the business. And that's just round figures. It can go up and go down. And that's only on the owner side. That doesn't have anything to do with the tenant side. But let's just call it that number. So that's significant for us. So it's, it's a big deal. Now, the review thing as a, as a culture deal, one thing I've, I've discovered is people love drama. And so if they're going to go into Google reviews or Yelp reviews and they want to read why RentWorks is so bad and they're the worst property management company ever, and they go, they read, 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 security deposit, okay, okay, denied applicant, okay, read, read. Um, yeah. Then what they love to see is the business owner come in and dispute that. We yeah. didn't do that. You're the biggest POS. You didn't. You tore up the fence. You tore up the yard. You tore up this. You tore up that. And they try to refute it, getting into a one-way argument online. Yeah. And some people love to read that drama. What do you think? Uh, I think that it's the, the next question people ask is if a review doesn't come down, what's kind of the best practice? I think what's worked well for clients I've worked with where we're unfortunately not able to get the review down uh, is probably just being very, very general and very generic and having just, you know, a professional kind of a, I don't want to say a canned response, but you know what I mean? Just something that just high level doesn't, you don't want to kind of, like you said, get into the weeds because then they're going to write back and forth and they're going to update the review. And, and like you said, it just, it, it's, you don't want to get into an online kind of like screaming match. You want to just be like, listen, you know, we're sorry you had a bad experience. As you can see, we have a lot of fantastic reviews. If you have any issues, you know, contact me personally. Here's my cell phone number. Here's my email something like that or, or you know it's it's a uh, sometimes people if they know it's not a real review they'll be like you know we can't identify your information we think this might be you know uh for the wrong business or maybe a competitor you know however contact me personally you know uh, my name is brad you know contact me we'll get this sorted out so something general like that because if you get into the specifics and say actually you know you broke this door and that's why you're secure you're you know you had to pay this you know hundred dollar deposit they're gonna start posting pictures and it's gonna be a whole kind of uh it's just it's not worth it at that point there. So yeah, people yeah. people love the drama and they love they love to have the opportunity to go off more on this this, this business they don't like. So you're just kind of fanning the flames at that point. So I'd say keep it general um, and just kind of keep it high level. No, you're you're spot on because I've made those mistakes and I, I say that because <laughs> I've been the the jerk that has responded to those reviews and tried to go after that particular reviewer. Uh, yeah, and really just just. I mean, it's a back and forth. And so course, one day yeah. my business development person came to me and said, yeah, uh, I almost got this owner to sign up with our business, but they started reading some of your reviews and some of your responses, Brad, and they thought you're a dick. 
So <laughs> probably true, right? But I'm like, okay, you're you're right. I was probably not being very good, not very professional. I immediately went back and changed all the responses to just some sort of generic placating uh, response saying, thank you for the review. We're so sorry you had this experience. Please contact us directly, see what we can work out. Or like you said, if we don't know who, who the heck they are, we just say, yeah. we don't have any 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 record of uh, Sally Bluetooth contacting the business or working with the yeah. business at all. So if we are wrong, please contact us because you know how people create fake names and whatever else and avatars and they want to go trash your business because they're, they're just vengeful. They're vindictive. And so that experience, I think, taught me, okay, you know, I got to be a better pro. Again, this was eight, seven, eight, nine years ago and really Yelp was starting to take off and, and I'm yeah, trying to keep our Yelp rating good and you get it, this crazy review and you, you go in there and you yep. start like going back and forth and they, they respond and then you respond again and it just it gets silly. Same with the yes. Better Business Bureau, which I know you guys don't deal with them, but you know everybody gets reviews from from the Better Business Bureau, which is one minor hair of a step above Yelp, but very close to it as far as what they do for reviews. And so, yeah, I think you're spot on. Just just going to leave a nice generic, you know, re re professional response. I think that's the best way to go. Yeah, exactly. You just you, you don't want to because, like you said, some people could even though you could be completely correct. They could be somebody trying to extort your business. You, you could be completely in the right, but somebody just might interpret that as, as somebody, you know, as an owner, uh, maybe like you said, getting too aggressive and they're just not a fan of that. So it's it's gonna just depend case to case, but I think best practice is just to keep it high level, keep it professional, and just really stress the fact that, you know, like we might not know who you are, but we wanna provide five-star service, you know, uh, more kind of general lines like that, give some contact details and just kind of, uh, it, it kind of negates it a little bit. Love it. Love it. So let's recap because I want to close this out. So we can, you have no upfront fees. You charge a success fee of 625 for a successfully removed review from Google and or Yelp or just Correct. one or the other, right? It's per, per uh, platform. I've worked with Facebook too, but for, I would say 97% of my business is going to be uh, Google and Yelp, mostly Google. Okay. And we can reach you by, give me your website again. Sure. So it's, it's uh, reviewrefresh.com. Okay, Dan, this has been fantastic. Uh, I know it's dry material sometimes because you guys do one specific thing, but dang it, it is well worth it. Now, as a RentWorks it's owner, uh, full testimonial, you've gotten six reviews removed for us, and I'm just waiting for that little uptick to uh, take us from a 4.6 to a 4.7 to a 4.8. That was going to happen eventually, but a lot of those reviews, I mean, you know, honestly, we should give me one vignette on one of those reviews if you could just to kind of illustrate a point sure so uh i believe with with your specific business one that stood out to me was you had an individual um who on the exact same day at the exact same time i think they left two different reviews with the same exact name so clearly this was someone who had a bad experience with your business or maybe it was a competitor and they decided that not only were they going to leave one bad review but they were going to make a separate profile to leave a second review and leave the exact same review basically almost copy and pasted so it's somebody with the clear intention of trying to lower your star rating you know one bad review wasn't good enough they want to make multiple profiles and just keep leaving bad reviews there which obviously wow. is not allowed by google but because if you if you flag if you if you hit that little flag button like google tells you to do they'll look at the review and they and they won't see an offensive word they won't see something that you know racist something that's really offensive really bad word and they'll say this is fine we're going to keep it up even though it clearly violates 
the terms that they set. So stuff like that is really frustrating to business owners because Google will come back to you and say, there's nothing we can do, even though there actually is. They just don't want to kind of publicize that. Well, I love it. I think it's a fantastic service. I think you're going to get blown up from the people in our space that hear this podcast and want to come work with you because uh, we all have these bad reviews and it's just so ungodly important to keep your star rating up there to continue to grow and get new business. We're going into the recession if we're not already in it. And this is yep. when property management companies start to shine because when people can't sell their home or don't want to sell their home, what do they do? They rent. And so they turn to a property manager to rent it and the rental market is super hot. So now is the time to make sure your reviews are straight so you can capture some of that business as we go into next year. Dan, this has been a fantastic conversation, man. I'm so happy that we bumped into you guys. And it was just out of the an out of the blue post on the property manager mastermind group, which was super cool for you guys to, to start publicizing there. I think you may have a home in this little industry right here, just, just this little niche industry that we have. Uh, you guys might make a pretty good pretty good living in this. Well, first of all, Brad, thank you so much for uh, having me. It's been uh, great, you know, speaking with you on the podcast here and, and working with uh, RentWorks. So I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Dan. We'll be in touch for sure. All right, have a good day. All right, sounds great. You too. Imagine a world where the phone doesn't ring, but tenant leads still get pre-qualified and scheduled. Where in-person showings get coordinated automatically in real time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Where occupants and owners are automatically notified of showings and leasing reports. Or imagine, no one has to show your rentals and they get leased faster than ever, safely and securely. That's the world of Tenant Turner. Come learn more about our beautiful scheduling software and world-class customer support. Call us, 888-976-4638, or visit www.tenantturner.com. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode.